Welcome back to Dawson Dudes. Tonight we bring you Season 2, Episode 10, High Risk Behavior. I'm John. Brian. I'm Chris. We're the Dawson Dudes. You see, the dudes don't have much energy tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling more energetic than I thought I would be. Oh, boy. We're, we're fucked. Hey, man, I had a shitty day, okay? Leave me alone. Oh, man. You want to talk about Not it? Not really. I won't pry. Just here, just here to talk about a little 90s TV, man. He was a subscriber to the uh, YouTube Shooters channel. They took it down. <laughs> I'm pissed they demonetized her too. Really, uh, all about that vegan lifestyle, you know. Yeah. It's Jake Paul running around. They don't take his cash away. Hey, everybody! We would like to thank everyone who has, everyone who will leave us uh, five star ratings and reviews. In this interim, we've gotten a couple, and uh, you took the time to write it. We'll take the time to read it, and thank you so much. Our first new review is from Blue Twelve. Uh, says the best time ever. I was on board with Dawson's Creek since the first episode aired. Like the Dawson dudes, I was the exact same age as the characters in the show at the time of airing, so I could relate to all the teen angst. <clears throat> all the teen angst. Dawson's Creek holds a special place in my heart. So imagine my delight when I find the Dawson dudes podcast. I found them earlier this week, and I've listened to the entire first season so far. You're insane. That's amazing. It's a great trip down memory lane with the perspective of being an adult now. Doesn't hurt that I'm from North Carolina, very close to where they filmed. The Dawson dudes are delightful, insightful, and they're debating over the character's possible motives or their intentions or their feelings are super insightful and cover so many potential bases. I do find myself talking along with them and sometimes shouting at them. I'm looking at you, John. Beauty Contest is the best episode of season one with a close to being detention. Let's fight about it. Bring it. I don't care. I'm I'm close to dead inside. I can't be convinced of anything. Uh, Blue 12, I'm in your corner. Let's. Uh, or, yeah, it's, it's pretty much John alone on that. Yeah, let's start this beat down. Whatever. I, I stand alone in my principles. Our second review comes from Rebby Set Go. It says, excellent. Thank you. Insightful, critical discussions of each episode. Dash, dash. Filled with so much humor and great banter between the three hosts. Please do the whole series. We're trying. So thank you both so much. And uh, anyone interested anyone with a little time on their hands uh wants to give three gentlemen in their 30s some good cheer please if you like re uh give us a rating and a review over on what is it called now apple apple, apple podcasts. podcasts that would be awesome or on itunes if you're on the computer <laughs> you know the computer cold open comes in on an uh dawson and pacey uh exchanging some heated dialogue with each other yeah 2018 this gag doesn't work it's very, uh, it's very yeah, 90s i was thinking the exact same thing it's like a chandler joey kind of thing but 1998 this does work because i mean like gay characters were still very rare on television right and like gay teens are almost unheard of that that is just like uh meta wasn't a factor in like teen shows before this so it's so it's like you just take things people are saying to each other at face value so it's just like right. it's like oh they're saying gay shit to each other <laughs> that's weird but yeah turns out that's a fake out and um pacey and dawson are just running lines from dawson's new dark screenplay obtuse 
Dark and obtuse. I was not expecting that observation from Pacey as far as descriptions of it. I mean, dark, fine, but like obtuse, that's um, uh, a little outside what you expect from Pacey as far as literary and uh, English observation. It's not stupid. No, I know. I mean, he's not not stupid. He's also, well, he's 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 incorrect, so that makes him stupid enough. This kind of, you know, we're setting up more meta stuff about the show and how... They talk a bunch. I I felt like they've done it a few times before in this season, and, like, for me, doing it again felt a little like sour grapes on the part of uh, the show. They never stopped doing it. Got it. Yeah. So so it is sour grapes. <laughs> they never stopped doing it. I don't really feel like maybe like in the later seasons. Yeah, I feel like the college years just kind of turn into like a TV show, right? I don't even think the college years as Dawson's Creek is just like. Like how Saved by the Bell, the college years is like a different entity. Oh, I love Saved by the Bell, the college years. You like you like Bob Golick as the uh, RA. Yeah, that's cool. Like John said, like in, I think, episode one, that like it does become more like Joey's Peak. <laughs> Joey's Creek. Joey's Creek. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh. Yeah, you know, I think at the time, though, in 1998, this is all new and fresh and hot. Right. And to us, it's just, like, so played. Like, I mean, remember, like, the Scream script was so hot, like, in Hollywood. Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, that literally got Kevin Williamson the show because right. that that script was being passed around Hollywood and it was like holy shit who's this new writer who's this new voice it's so clever yeah he's so clever all this meta stuff and like so I guess in 1998 it doesn't feel so played right it's just that they keep keep bringing it up they're like yeah more meta shit <laughs> yeah yeah that's your yeah, deal <laughs> yeah they're like oh it's fun yeah <laughs> I mean I like I'm not bop like uh, I'm not yet bothered by it but I can tell that I um I will eventually be bothered by it, especially <laughs> since you've mentioned that it doesn't stop. Yeah. Well, uh, after uh, Pacey reviews Dawson's work, uh, he gets uh, some classic Pacey observations uh, as to why uh, Dawson's characters don't fuck. And Dawson does classic Dawson stuff where he's just like uh, clear delineation between romance and sex and how like sex is so obvious. Yeah. Like, no, he's, yeah. Obvious isn't the choice in a movie. He's like, he, I, I like this idea how it's like, oh, it's more counterculture not to. He's like, Dawson became like a weird straight edge kid all of a sudden. Yeah, I think Dawson's Creek itself is very of its time in the 90s where like mm-hmm. sex is more world, more open sex about talking about sex. And Dawson is not of that time, you know, he's yeah. of like a past where like it is all about romance. And so that's why Pacey's one of like four other characters who will be like, hey, where's the sex of this script? Yeah. Because they're so of the time and are like, come on, man. Like, right. But it's, it's, they're actually like strangely um, similar in, except for uh, Jen, who makes an observation later, where in both cases, the ones talking about sex and the one, the old fashioned um, Dawson, it's like, there's a clear separation between set like romance and sex are like two different things. And then Jen 
later makes the observation sex can be romantic it's not it's not an either or i think the truth is he doesn't know anything about sex and when basically says you're afraid of sex it's true he's afraid of sex he doesn't know anything about sex so how is he gonna write a story that has sex in it i had that thought yeah this is super good observation you write about what you know and dawson doesn't know anything but he doesn't want to say it's like i don't fucking know about sex so i can't write it so it's just like isn't this better yeah i think he's making an excuse but right. the truth is it's just like i don't know that's why like everybody who's telling him to put sex in the story is not a virgin right it's pacey jen chris no for sure yeah these people are fucked yeah and so and so when you get to the end and there's no fucking it's just like hey man there's no one he interacts with at any point in this episode who hasn't fucked though joey he barely interacts with joey she's on another plane this movie is for joey it's a good point right this is the I'm going to get Joey back movie because I'm going to show her how special our relationship was. Right. And if he ends it uh, with the fucking or if he ends it like trying to approximate what he may know about fucking and is just like and Joey's just like, that doesn't sound good at all. I think Pacey's right here where he says you're just afraid of sex, man. Yeah, doesn't <laughs> the thing ends with like, hey, and we take a big trick to finger bang tropolis uh next scene jen's passing out flyers and dawson uh she rolls up and he's like oh you're a natural <laughs> <laughs> you have a big career and had to get flyers yeah but- look at you you could bother people outside of uh, punk shows they should have got pacey to do it that's a specialty <laughs> right <laughs> yeah for sure he threw a very oddly spaced party that one time and he passed out all those flyers for uh their election yeah, the, the, the guy is a born advertiser. They're uh, they're pointing out who's going to be like uh, who they should go flyer to. This is such a strange way to like try and cast for a movie. It's like, hey, do you want to be in a movie based entirely on appearance? Yeah, that's, uh, no, that's, this is how, that's you how, do how Hollywood does it. Why, why wouldn't Cape Side This is really how Hollywood uh, does this? That's how I did it. And that's how uh, like uh, we needed a cast for, for one of Evan's mo- movie. And oh, yeah. I went to UCI and I passed it out flyers. Boom. And we got people. Dawson and Jen both have opposing ideas of what their leading man should be. And I dislike both of their tastes. Dawson wants a 12 year old and Jen wants like a 30 year old. Yeah. But uh, sexy as a bucket was a pretty funny phrase. Super funny. It's good stuff. But if the main character is Dawson, it should be the doofy, goofy, the doe eyed fuck that Dawson picked. Well, her choice doesn't make any sense at all. His does a lot more. Hers is about getting 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 eyeballs, getting views. Next, we see Pacey holding something in his hands, and he's super happy to tell Andy about it. And it's his negative HIV test. Didn't you, didn't you think it was going to be like a good history quiz or something for a second? I, I thought I actually thought he was holding the flyer to the audition or something. I thought he was holding his dick. She asked him to take an HIV test. It's like. <laughs> hashtag 1998 man i don't know man not a bad request who knows what tomorrow tomorrow had been meow <laughs> she didn't look like she had hiv but i mean magic johnson doesn't look like he has hiv either. oh but um and we've come across the new best word on the show uh, of uh but P- pacey says twice scrumping like fuck it like as fucking oh yeah i didn't even notice that really as it's like, oh, he said, I want to scrump you like over and over again or something. But uh, they are now in the clear. <laughs> I mean, it, he, he's like, he could still have herpes. <laughs> I, I assume they like did a full 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 screen. Yeah. But uh, Pacey conveniently is like, I'm I don't have HIV. <laughs> That's the most important one. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that's a, that's the marquee one. It's, it's the nineties. Yeah, it's very nineties. Like I want, like I wonder about that. Like sex education 
in schools in 2018? Like, is it as don't get AIDS focused as it was for us in the I 90s? I doubt it. I bet it's more like you're probably going to get an STD and it's probably going to be HPV. Right. You probably already have HPV. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Right. Men, you don't have to worry. Women, you're fucked. <laughs> Andy kind of seems uh vaguely uncomfortable at first, but like uh doesn't take long before like uh she's DTF, she wants to get down. Uh, she's down to think about fucking. Right. And also Pacey says all the right things like, listen, I didn't do this like just so we could uh just this isn't like the golden ticket to uh, he says the chocolate factory. Over and over again, but all his actions <laughs> Oh no, are it's like, like it's I'm his perfect to, like warm the oven. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. You can either read it as Pacey is a sincerely good dude trying to do right, or he's a fucking sociopath and he knows exactly how to uh, how to get what he wants to happen to happen. That doesn't make you a sociopath. More manipulative than he is um, let it, than he is trying to be, or is has heretofore been perceived as. Dawson runs into Joey, and we see Joey's drawing a naked man. <laughs> Dawson's kind of throwing some hints at uh, Joey here that uh, this is the first time we make like little Joey Potter. They call her little Joey Potter. Yeah, it's weird. She, they try yeah. to make it a thing it's a little too much. It's like comfortable. Yeah. I don't like it. And it's also like, I don't know, like she hasn't really. They say it like she always vibes like she's a little girl or something. But like she doesn't seem until like until this episode, she doesn't seem like anyone perceives her as like a less worldly person. Well, I think less worldly because she's from the wrong side of the tracks. So, you know? Wouldn't that make her more worldly? Like she she's seen some real shit. No, no. Like poor people don't get out of the town. <laughs> kind of poor. Oh, yeah. She's Joey's vaguely digging is like digging his vibe a little bit. A little. I think they just, you know, haven't had a uh, many interactions. So it's nice to see each other. Yeah, she's no longer um, thoroughly irritated by him like she was in like the all nighter. So what's that say? Uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Ab- or something absence like that. makes the heart grow absence, fonder. Yeah, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. And like there's a Naruta thing that it's like. Um, yeah, uh, I can't remember how it goes. Never mind. <laughs> Man, hey, come on, I can quote poetry that way. <laughs> no, I was no like. Let me quote you some poetry, my love. I just yeah, I just uh, totally uh, beefed what it. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like but no, it like. I, I just went up to uh, take a big fucking home run swing and then just like shit my pants. That's why you, all, that's why you always uh, try to just go for a solid base hit with the easy quotes. It's like like I took a big practice hack and then tripped on my way into the batter's box. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I quit baseball. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Chris, for some reason, wants to be in the movie because he thinks it's going to get him more play. Yeah, it's well, a, not a terrible idea. And it's it's Chris's number one and perhaps only motive to do anything. Yeah. And he somehow wants Abby to also join. Well, because he can tell, like, she's kind of into him and just like... At the very least, doing this will probably mean that I'll bang you. Or is it at least like, hey, uh, I'll just stand. Ne- I know you. I'll stand next to you while I'm talking, doing this thing. But now she's playing like she doesn't like him at all. All of a sudden. He gets it, though. <laughs> I get it. Play it hard to get. I, I, I smell what you're, you know, what rapists also yeah. think. But she's also like, ah, I'm not into this movie. Like, why would she want to like do a Dawson movie? Right. Especially after like th- being thoroughly shitty to 
people who are clearly Dawson's friends are just like, yeah, let's uh, water under the bridge. But uh, she does. <laughs> she doesn't She's off scripted everything. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's like, wow. <laughs> she mem- memorized her lines. Good for you. Yeah, but uh, so Jack uh, and Joey together. Jack does uh, the jackest thing possible. <laughs> Spells like some drink all over her naked guy drawing. I was glad old school Jack came back for a minute. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize how wistful I was for fuck up Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid asshole. Jack proposes a crazy idea. Just like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like an insane idea for a high school boy to, to, to say to a high the, school girl. I have just the thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't you just draw me naked? Joey treats it like the question it is. And Jack's just like, yeah, of course. Why Why wouldn't this be the answer? And fucking Jedi mind tricks are into it. We skipped that whole bit about the where Daw- or, uh, Dawson and Jen are hanging out watching a terrible, the terrible auditions. Oh, I thought that happened uh, after this. So they watched a bunch of bad auditions. Yeah, that's yeah, that. Kids- yeah, it Sorry. turns out... Uh, I'm, uh, I'm responsible for continuity of the Dawson dudes. He talks her into it, I guess, because, you know, she doesn't want to fail, but... Yeah. She- this is insane. <laughs> this is insane. No, it's bonkers from the start. <laughs> are they dating each other? They're hanging out. <laughs> They've dated. They've got a date. Have they kissed since the time? They went on a dat. Don't get me. Don't get me fucking started about that again. They're not boyfriend and girlfriend, but they definitely have feelings for each other. Because they talk to each other like they're strangers. Yeah, that's the kind of chemistry that they have. Like every time Jack walks up, it seems like he wants to say, hi, I'm Jack. Nice to meet you. Especially since you just saw Dawson and Joey and how much chemistry they do have. With even like such a short scene and very little said, it was like, okay. And then you see Jack and Joey who are supposed to be in this like semi-romantic relationship all you think is oh this dickhead again yeah but i guess uh she's like uh guess i'll draw you naked when jack like walks away from joey after he's agree after he's like offered to do this he, he has this look on his face like he just prostituted himself for rent money like it's this like hopeless look of, like it's like just so forlorn and like pensive i'm such a filthy i'm such a filthy person we see we're in a um pharmacy and pharmacy yeah Andy is uh, getting some prescription drugs filled. And yeah. Pacey, and does, Pacey some, does the most dick. Yeah, fuck the fuck? shit, dude. <laughs> Not only does he grab the prescription for her, he grabs it and then he starts reading it out loud. Yeah, it might, he's fucking might as well. It might as well have like tap someone on the shoulder and be like, hey, hey, get a load of this. Just a way dick move, bro. You can't read people's prescription drugs. It's the equivalent of when Dawson read Joey's diary. And that's how angry Andy should be. Yeah. She uh, she lets it slide pretty quickly Well, because she's trying to hide. Her, right. Exactly. Her issue. Yeah. So she lets it go. But it's that that level of uh, invasion, intrusiveness, uh, intrusiveness, yeah. invasion of privacy. Yeah. 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 But, you know, motherfuckers charming, you know, yeah. hey, man, you can grab my can grab, whatever, grab whatever fucking confidential information. you want. Especially since Pacey's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm here to shop rubbers. This seems really awkward and weird, too, because he was coming in to buy condoms. But like they're like this scene doesn't like play off cute to me. Like it's just kind of like well, it starts on a sour note. (laughs) It kind of feels like I'm buying condoms, so I gotta fuck you. And then she's like, "Uh, (laughs) I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Yeah, her her reticence is a little like too intense. (laughs) I was gonna ask you guys that like, what was your experience as teenagers buying? condoms like what were you embarrassed to do it what like what was the what was the vibe like 
you know, sometimes like you had like I would usually buy it at like a CVS or something. So it's like, I don't know any of these fucking people, right? Like they don't know me. Even if I came in here like once a week, they don't remember you. But like sometimes like I would just like run over to like the convenience store. Right. Where like you needed they now. <laughs> where they like knew me. <laughs> and like they knew like my girlfriend and they'd right. be like, hey guys. <laughs> be like, what's yeah, up? man. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, John? John always raw dog. He didn't, <laughs> don't, 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 I'll tell you when I buy condoms. I feel like it was awkward time. like the first time, couple like time or so, but then, I mean, never enough to stop me. And uh, <laughs> uh, almost nothing is enough to stop a teenager from fucking. Yeah, I used to lean into it like like I like I would slam it down like, yeah, that's right. You and you would buy one Magnum. Yeah. And then you would buy and then cut it. Right. No, so I, that it would fit. I'd roll I'd roll it up like a beanie. <laughs> <laughs> Fold it over. So it looked like uh, I was going to go skiing. They find some uh, ribbed for her pleasure. Yeah. And then they'll realize that that feels weird and then probably graduate to normal condoms. Well, you flip it inside out. Real for my pleasure now. <laughs> you find your own pleasure. It's not even any lube on that side. Yeah, so they have this weird, awkward, let's buy condoms. Because who knows? Maybe just in case. Yeah, maybe someday. Then then we get to the audition of Chris, right? Right. Yeah, it's the Chris Abbey audition. And uh, they're pretty good. They are, but when uh, Chris is not delivering dialogue and is just looking at... Uh, abby he has the most weird like blank like murderer look on his look in his eyes it's like he looks like what dogs faces look like when they're fucking oh because that's what he's thinking about right no i get i know why dogs fucking (laughs) that's that's that's, uh how i stay uh in character this is where chris brings up hey man why is there's no sex in this right don't you fuck come on bro das is just like Yeah, that's that about exasper- romance. It's about romance. Yeah, but why is there no why is there no fucking in it? Right. But well, he's just so divorced from the idea of it and has created such an ideology around it that people who live in the real world have to like puncture like puncture that bubble. Like in this scene, Dawson's Dawson is pretty clearly um into Chris's performance as well, right? Yeah. Well, it looks like, I mean, it's really good. Like, him and Abby actually have, like, chemistry. They're, they do a good job compared to the other assholes. Yeah. Dawson's complaining to Jen about how, like, I got all this money and still, like, I probably can't make this movie because every, everybody sucks. Yeah, rich people problems, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've got all this money and time and, and where to spend it. <laughs> and then Jen's like, yeah, it's kind of like you and Joey... You pine for this girl for 15 years, right. which is now a storyline that they've added in where it's like, no, it, Dawson hasn't been pining for Joey for 15 no. years. Like Joey has been pining for Dawson for 15 years, but Dawson just found out about Joey like three months ago. Yeah, uh, he cracked the he cracked the code over fucking summer break. Yeah, um, but they do will from now on like be like Play Dawson. It that way. Yeah, play it that way. Like Dawson and Joey have been in love for fifteen years. Fucking retcon. Yeah, you you still don't get the girl. And then he talk, and then she's like, you know, I thought we had something special, right? And he's like, uh, yeah, we did. No, that's good too. <laughs> I didn't want to write about it. <laughs> it's just like you know how some relationships inspire you, and some are you know grist for the mill. What are you gonna do? Some things are so special, you just keep them to yourself. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> 
It's like, that's just for us. <laughs> but uh, he says, you know, we had a very special thing to Jen. More, uh, You're more important than you, you think. She's but like, not as important as you want to be. <laughs> yeah, but then she makes this comment, you know, if you had picked a different girl, maybe you would have had a better script. Yeah, but like, didn't she dump him? Yeah, but she she yes. warned him back, but he was, but, you oh, know, she, yeah. he had just like figured out the whole Joey thing at once. Remember after uh, like a uh, grandfather died and she, they was all. Oh yeah. Lingerie study, uh, study uh, session. I mean, things happen fast at Dawson's Creek. Three weeks ago, Jen was like fucking a sailor. And then well, this she is tried episode to like, 10. get tag team. to get tag team. Like one dick, not like, enough dicks at a time. Let's do this. <laughs> just like, like things just happen real quickly in sure. Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, teenager dumb is a uh, land of ping ponging emotions. But then she t- tells him again, yo, gotta have sex. Gotta have sex in the script, gotta, bro. Yeah. You wanna make this shit dark? You wanna you wanna do some real shit? Gotta be fucking just, in here. Just wanna make anybody watch it. You got this gotta be there's gotta be sex. Yeah. Mm. Jen basically closes this out, kind of telling him, you know, hey, you should have picked you should you should have picked me. And it kind of leaves a little bit of an opening there, like, hey, uh And this is a little bit of flirting too. This is like not just This isn't over. This isn't over, Dawson. This is Jen circling Dawson in the lake a little bit yeah a little bit more but a little bit more of that but more like more conscientiously yeah and Dawson being or consciously last time I I thought this was a thing and it didn't work out for me fool me once but uh yeah so Jack and Joey are at Joey's house I think or yeah yeah Jack said that Jack said that earlier they talk about Titanic (laughs) except your rose (laughs) and Joey's still uh, Jack a gentleman was like listen I'm gonna leave this towel on until uh, you want me to not have the towel on but yeah the the pointing out of Titanic and that's more kind of Kevin Williamson style pop culture right like we're in a real world than not just Dawson's Creek yeah Joey's still pretty pretty significantly like well imagine if you'd never seen a dick and you're about to see a dick with a person you're sort of romantically although she has had uh, like a dick pinned to her butt but yeah like you know you hug girls but you're still like i want to see them titties (laughs) i'm always like (laughs) that's 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 always going on in my brain yeah no i get it yeah i mean as a 15 year old girl i could see being scared to see your first dick yeah that and it's just like she knows jack does she know him unleash your dick in in my bedroom well enough though to be fair i feel like he's in a more vulnerable position sure he's naked hey and he's in a house he doesn't know like there could be hidden weapons all over the place this was a criminal's house what if bessie all what if bessie came home bessie probably into it oh you're doing like a like a titanic thing cool <laughs> i'm gonna go take care of my infant now something that matters catch you later she's at the ice house yeah hang with bodie but uh, Jack says some creepy shit, and Joey just is like gonna bounce and knock something over. <laughs> yeah, and, li- and Jack I uses li- that as an excuse to like whip his dick out. I, yeah, I like I like that Jack's attempt to like no, this is fine is what causes her to be like, nope, can't do this. Nope, 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 nope. She's like, maybe maybe we shouldn't talk. 
first off, shut your fucking mouth. All you say is weird stuff, and I already feel weird. Like she says, like, usually the model doesn't talk in class. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. It's already awkward. Like, we don't have to... uh Make it any more awkward. Yeah, then there's then there's some fu- then there's some slapstick. <laughs> there's like a gag. There's a physical gag, which then ca- which then causes uh, Jack's uh, dick to Towel be towel to fall, <laughs> and then Down. he comes. Although I guess it makes sense in that his original idea to do this is insane. He uses this opportunity uses this event as an opportunity to say another thing that's insane i guess i guess this means i should just stay no i actually think like if the problem was you didn't want to see my dick right but like but seeing like just seeing it doesn't mean that she's now all of a sudden comfortable with it yeah especially he said something super creepy right before that like imagine how well we'll know each other by the end of the night it's like oh that's that's slimy bro i don't think anything that jack says is slimy like he's well, not he's, he was naked when he said it so i mean i think that's no but but jack is not sexual like just because yeah, you're no, naked he, doesn't mean it's a sexual thing that that was where, one like, of my, if chris had said it it would have been like that was one of my issues with like where this scene goes well one of my issues with the direction this like scene goes in this like whole interaction is that jack vibes as pretty thoroughly like sexless there's no yeah there's no sexual energy coming there there has been no sexual energy that's come from him so far in the season and even when they start talking sexually like there's there's just none of that energy coming from him i don't feel it that slimy it's just awkward yeah just like every other time that they interact he says something that like almost like almost makes sense but is a weird thing to say it's always like not it's never sexual but it's sometimes borderlines on that's like stuff people say before they kill Like when later on when he talks about sex and it's like, it's just like, that's like st- stuff people say before they kill somebody. Yeah. It's, well, it's like, it's, it's the way someone talks about something that is like alien to them. It's like, it's like someone giving a bad book report. <laughs> Whenever he's talking about feelings, it's all alien. It sounds like he's never felt. And it's just like, I read this in a book. Yeah. This, a- <laughs> this approximates human feeling. Yeah, um, but I think you know. Not she's uh, sketching naked Jack, and like really, she's really into it because it feels dangerous. <laughs> I I really really wanted her final uh, drawing to be like a giant dick with arms that's like knocking <laughs> over a lamp or something, or like tripping over a rake. It's like this is you. They have some awkward conversation about sex, and then Jack's like, "Well, I'm not a virgin." And then, like, that kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Although, and then when he said he'd had sex precisely once, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes, I guess that makes even sense. Even it's like, you look like a virgin, you talk like a virgin, yeah. <laughs> you act like a virgin. Yeah, but he, like, describes that he had sex all of one time. All of it. The story, this is part the part where the story's kind of bouncing back and forth between uh, Joey and Jack, Jen and Dawson, bumpa, bumpa, bumpa. Yeah, a little. And Pacey well, and Andy. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, yeah. Um, the, have we gotten to the part where, um, Andy talks about her, like, fantasy of what losing her virginity would be? Well, he skipped over it, actually. We should probably do that now. Yeah, let's pop back to it. Well, it's the, uh, what's it, the French dinner, the stroll along the dockside, and then, uh, B&B? Uh, B&B. So she has the lose your virginity fantasy of a 
war widow from the Korean War or something. Uh, it makes sense for Andy, though. No, for sure. She's Yeah, she's like, it kind of makes sense for Andy and Dawson to be together. <laughs> Yeah, for, but that's then just nobody that's, would ever. I mean, ugh, ugh. Yeah, that's it's it's then it's not like a complimentary relationship. It's just like they would both the things about they each would other be would the grossest couple, <laughs> like just like PDA and just like nicknames and the things that they have in no, common a, would secretly drive pookie. them nuts. You're my poop. <laughs> you're my pookie. What up, schmoopy? You're a schmoopy, schmoopy. Yeah. Um. I would hate that. You're a you're a scrumpy. <laughs> I'm a scrump you. So yeah, they talk. She talks about her losing her virginity fantasy, and um, yeah, that gets Pacey's that gets Pacey's uh, <laughs> doofy little mind uh, going. So there's a scene with Jen and Dawson on the dock. Mm-hmm. I think Jen's the first person who kind of like, gives a real reason why sex should be in the movie, right? Like like you said earlier, she said like you know, sex and romance are not opposites of each other things can be sexy and romantic yeah and that mo- like motive and such is the reason why people you know. and she says like you know you think you're making the risky choice but sex is always risky and then she says especially in the 90s because <laughs> because it's the because <laughs> aids <laughs> because in the 90s people were convinced fucking everybody has aids felt like it yeah and then yeah she likes you know just is like it's it's not always the office's choice, Dawson. Yeah. But just being contrarian isn't always the fucking, like, isn't always a revolutionary choice. And then we get this, like, Psycho Jack scene where he talks about sex. Oh. Like, it's like a Georgia O'Keefe flower wrapping you up. It's just like, you fucking psycho killer. Casca say. Jesus. <laughs> like, this is so weird and creepy. And it's like, it's like an impressionist painting. It's just like, oh my God. It made me want to fuck a painting. It, like, stop. Dude, but Joey is turned on as fuck. I mean, yeah, like, she loves art. Which doesn't well, seem right. Art's her life's passion that she found two, two months ago. Oh, baseball's my life passion. And then you jam a bat up your butt. And it's awesome. <laughs> it's like the same sky you've always seen, but everything is different. She'd have taken an extra two seconds and be like, wait. That sentence is fucking meaningless. <laughs> Does, do you think Jack has an erection? Uh, so next, um, Andy's blindfolded and uh, Pacey is walking her into a beautiful room, bread and breakfast. Which is a dice roll when you're blindfolded. Someone could be walking you into a beautiful room or off a plank, especially after a stroll down the docks. You don't know. She's surprised that they're at the bed and breakfast. And, uh, you know, surprising her in a, in a room like, you know, with the evening they've already had. Ending it there, involving a blindfold. I mean, this seems like it's a little bit just kind of rapey, you know, just uh, because of the implications. Yeah, well, which is why Pacey's like, listen, I didn't it's do not, It's not rapey. Well, no, it, it's but presumptive. Like, presumpt- yeah, presumptive is a better is a better adjective. He took her out on a date on the date she on the date she uh, mentioned. Yeah, like, what's your perfect date? Here's my perfect date. But yeah, and Pacey, like a smart person, um, <laughs> tries to nip the feeling of presumption in the bud and be like, listen, I didn't take you on your lose my virginity fantasy to get you to lose your virginity. I was just hanging out. Yeah, but she's um, tentative. Yeah, which this is all a little, maybe a little too much too fast for her. Which, uh, in contrast... But also, she's curious. Yeah. But her her pensive reticence, uh, Pacey reads, uh, 
in opposition to Jack either not reading or not caring about uh, Joey's reticence to draw him naked. She's she's like, I don't hesitant, know. But she's also like, maybe you put on a suit over that bowling shirt and you look really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> At first, because he was behind her. You didn't think he was wearing was a like, bowling shirt. I was like, oh, awesome. Like he like he like got dressed up and he had a tie like I thought he had a shirt and a tie on. And then he like moves to the side. I was like, God damn it, Pacey. You still dating Pacey, baby. <laughs> Wait, was it really a bowling shirt? I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a bowling shirt. It was like a you know, a silk bowling shirt. So for like a tournament, not you know, not not your uh regular week uh weekday bowling. It was a it's a your dining out. That was like for bowling your, your Sunday bowling shirt. I think it, to be formal wear, you have to have a tie. Well, formal, not, not formal bowling wear. Oh my God, if you put a tie on a bowling shirt. <laughs> <laughs> this giant collar. It'd be like one of those like cloud ties. <laughs> Clown tie, bro. <laughs> honka, honka. <laughs> He's got one of those uh, fucking flowers that squirts water and it's just like, we need to break up. Uh, yeah, and so, uh, so it's a very nice room, very nice gesture. This must have cost a lot. I don't like the wood paneling. It make, It just makes it feel like... This is where old people fuck. Nah, no, I love it's that, a be- dude. It's a, be- it's a bed of breakfast. So, which, is, is which is where old people, people fuck. fuck. Yeah. Oh, man, the fireplace. Yeah. I love the fireplace. You were born See? old. <laughs> I, I, grew up somewhere, I grew up somewhere cold. Mississippi? Colder. Yeah, but you spent most of your life not there. Well, yeah, now, but like I have uh, fond childhood memories of a fireplace. Of uh, fucking in front of the fireplace? Oh, the fireplace isn't old people shit. It's, uh, it's the, the, wood the, panel. Yeah, the decor. Yeah. yeah, but B B and B's are for old people. Right. Well there's there's only gotta be so many in the area, you know. Oh, I bet Cape Side is full of B and B's. Affordable B and B's. Pacey Pacey price B and B's. I feel like this place looks expensive. B and B's per capita, probably breathtaking in Cape Side. So um, he 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 put down some dough tonight. Yeah. To spend the night in a room where a significant portion of the baby boomer generation was conceived also they just they just like running it out to this like 15 year old boy <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do card me yeah they, that's what they do when you get hotels <laughs> no like him asking him asking them they're like yeah and then he probably pulled the uh, my dad's the cops <laughs> and it's like you need a credit card yeah maybe maybe pacey's one of those kids who got like a credit card at 15 so that for their no, parents to te- no. teach him about <laughs> no, budgeting pacey's dad did not does not trust pacey he doesn't trust pacey with the key keys to the car probably doesn't even have keys to the house yeah so there's a there's a lot of <laughs> in this scene yeah well because well, like pacey's like well you know we don't we're, i'm not here to do anything i you know i had a great time like well, i'm just here to make you have a great night that you wanted and then she's like but now i'm into it <laughs> and i commend pacey uh it is hard to sound that laissez-faire and magnanimous Wow. Well, while totally you lying. have a boner <laughs> where you're just like nah man it's cool yeah it's cool bro nah baby doll nah it's, it's not a problem at all Pacey says the right thing every time he opens his mouth in this episode no yeah I was I was thinking uh, I was thinking about it while I was watching it it's like I don't think that there are any teenagers that listen to this show but if there are just like hey teenage dudes yeah, just do what Pacey does in this episode I don't think there are any teenage dudes who listen to this show. Oh, yeah. It cuts to, like... Dawson's at home, like, in his pajamas, yeah, like, furiously writing. typing. Sure. He's, like, re- he's re- he's doing a rewrite on the script. Time for a rewrite. Yeah. He's, uh, and, um, 
It's like it seems like in my mind's eye he was uh, struggling to write about sex. <laughs> a bone? Then you touch your boobs a bunch. And you do that for an hour and you go home. No, it's, it's awesome. like it's like Tina and Bob's Burgers. Everybody just touches butts. <laughs> butt touchers. So and then Jack and Joey are like Joey's like you know this is a big night for me. You know nobody thought little Joey Potter could do this. Yeah, it's like you didn't do anything. I mean you saw a penis for like an hour. Yeah, that and and. Um, Jack being like, I didn't think it would be such a big deal uh, for me to pose for you. It was like, you mean despite the fact that the person you were posing for spent nearly the entirety of the time of you talking about it, clearly signaling that it was a big that it was a big deal. But uh, he says, like, you know, if you ever get more curious about sex, I'll be your tour guide. All right. <laughs> yeah, Jackson. Very well. <laughs> Noted. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and and which which would have landed harder if there was any fucking chemistry between them. You know, it's like really difficult to stand across from somebody when you all you want to do is like squeeze them <laughs> or like hold them. That's why I don't go into pet stores. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, okay, okay creep. All right. This is where you kill me. <laughs> you know what's funny about this, though, is that do you know? I wonder if Jack knows that at the same time, a, a dude is currently using roughly that same line on his sister. Pacey said the same shit about, like, I just want to hold you and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it works in one scene and seems like the beginning of it doesn't an not work here. Line. <laughs> I just want to take your face. <laughs> they end up kissing because. Joey's into it. It's like, yeah, I don't know why, but this is this is like this is flipping my switch. Listen, I have daddy issues, so my you know radar with men. Oh yeah, isn't that great? Her, so. her like her uh, ins like insides and emotional intuition is a fucking I'm sure a smorgasbord of like non like weird firing synapses so yeah. I guess up to two months ago, I didn't know if my dad loved me or not. So and still like. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you could see how she could maybe be attracted to all the wrong guys. Sure. But it's this this guy's uniquely wrong. <laughs> yeah. So um, they start making out and yeah. then uh, we see Dawson walk into Jen's room. Yeah. Do, uh, pulling a uh, Joey Potter in her uh, uh, bedroom window. And something that I think we never will see Dawson do is like go in to kiss Jen and like it's just like don't ask me what my motives are Just and she's like I know better because you're going to start talking about Joey. <laughs> this is going to ruin the whole yeah. moment. <laughs> you're going to dry this bed up real quick. Man, I do not remember this scene. This is good shit. He just is like I'm going to go with my uh, animal instincts here. A little bit of darkness in Dawson and uh, just let's, let's just make out. A rare instance of Dawson being like you know what? I'm gonna let my dick decide. Well, I think, you know, he's writing his script and he's like, just like, you know, everybody's told him he's got to put sex in it and he's trying to put sex in it and he's doing the rewrite and he realizes he doesn't know anything about sex. Like, how am I supposed to write this if I don't go go and like experience this world? Yeah, this monkey writing Shakespeare, uh, you know, monkey see, monkey do. He got to go uh, you know, uh, do this thing. Yeah, he's got to feel some sort of physical passion. And then uh, we're, we cut to Andy and Pacey uh, kissing and Laying, laying together. <laughs> go, may look like they might be going all the way, and Pacey's the one to stop it. Wait a minute. Yeah, a um, moment. And I think Joshua Jackson does a great job Absolutely. of playing it here. Really good. Pacey with a um, Herculean 
effort. Uh, I imagine the Herculean effort it takes to have that kind of emotional intuition and listen to it rather than be like, nope, we're going to we're just we're just going to keep going here. He's such a player. He knows the move is to be that. Sure. Because she's like, because after he says that, she's like, I wanted more now than ever. (laughs) (laughs) So is he the good guy? Right. Pacey or just like that, like just this, like so in tuned with what women want. That seems he reads Cosmo. Yeah. But the latter seems yeah, like it seems yeah, like he's, so he's kinda, just like, hey, just put your finger in my butt. <laughs> um, well, he's also a little bit like kind of mansplaining it to where it's like, look, I know what's best for you. This is not we're going to wait. We're going to wait. No, he's explaining his feelings, why he wants to stop. It's not mansplaining to her. Mm. It's not like he's not like, do you know about the war in Iraq? <laughs> he's talking about their relationship to each yeah, other. This is, exactly this is a conversation a, about their relationship. Yeah, this isn't Jack telling Joey about lightning. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever think about lightning? No, no, I don't. <laughs> you know what light? You know what lightning is? Yes. Uh, here's what lightning is. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, asshole. <laughs> it's like a George O'Keefe painting wrapping you up. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> ch- Every time you say it, it's that more chilling. That has to be the worst dialogue in Dawson's Creek history. It's up there. So uh, my thing I have to say about this is the music playing over this montage scene of all the characters kind of going at it. Uh, it's kind of like this was like kind of this weird kind of upbeat kind of whatever, right? Right. So uh, the original uh, tune that was here was a Dave Matthews band track. Crash. (laughs) Uh, Crash Lover Lay Down. I don't know what that song is. Can't afford Crash It to Be. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Uh, But like, but like, okay, say what you will about Dave Matthews band, but uh, the song, that song had a very, has a very different tone than the song that was played here. And it really affects the the overall mood of this scene, I think. How so? Is it more sexy? I mean, the song is seriously like of a different, like tempo and beat and like of a different mood. Well, I mean, what's the tempo? What's the mood? Well, I don't know. I mean, like listen to the song that's on Hulu and then like listen to the, that other song. I was just trying to help our audience out. <laughs> like you're, you're like saying, yeah, trying, trying to, aid the, trying to get aid you to explain, to explain it. That like Dave Matthews song is very like, um, it's just like a very mellow, like low key kind of song. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get out of you. So the audience understands what you're trying to all right, say. All right. Uh, yeah. So I think it really affects the, the, the mood of this scene. I think the guy who did the music on like the DVDs is just like, I don't know, man, just pick a song. Let's go home. Here's generic rock band who we have a, who is signed to Warner brothers records. Probably. Yeah. Like, it's just like, what's free. Yeah. Uh, this is my girlfriend's band. <laughs> yeah. Like at some point, I think you do when you're doing that kind of shit is that pivotal scene scenes you spend time and money on and then by the end you don't have any more fucking money and you've got like three days left and so it's a bunch of i guess this i guess this the dvds didn't sell very well ah. so that's why the later dvds have no original music and because it was just wasn't cost effective wasn't worth like trying to negotiate deals for that stuff yeah that's why like the first season everything's in full tag because like hey maybe this does well and well i'll pay for it but then <laughs> nope. the dvd sales weren't that great hmm that was because it came out oh right after the series ended right where it wasn't like they didn't like i'm sure by now the dvds have sold well because they've done reprints uh-huh, and those do well because obviously like they sold out so they had to do reprints right. of like and different packaging and stuff like that so as it's gotten further out five years ten years where people are more nostalgic and want to like i don't need to watch dawson's Creek. i just finished the, the series you know right. yeah it, and it was like but uh yeah so we cut to them walking out uh, back to the car I take umbrage of this scene. Why? They paid for that bed and breakfast, man. At least just like, you know, snuggle for the night. Maybe they think it's too much of a temptation. Mm. And they heard the breakfast was garbage. (laughs) Cookie crisp. Fuck this shit. 
<laughs> oh man, if you had a better breakfast and they gave you like cold cereal for breakfast. That's the one that Pacey could afford. But this is a to be continued. Yeah, TBC. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? Because the promos for this episode which I couldn't find was one of our characters is going to lose her virginity, which one and this episode didn't answer it. Oh, so they had to add that on. Yeah. So the two be good to the next episode, we find out which couple lost their virginity this night. Grams. <laughs> yeah. So that's why we have a to be continued. Got it. Fun fact. Fun fact. And a mystery to me. Like the WB has always been big on promos. Like one of these characters it's going to die. This is their who shot Mr. Burns. Yeah. What was the name of the family on uh, fucking uh, Seventh Heaven? The uh, Molesters. <laughs> I, was yeah. just, I was trying to think of what to call that guy. God damn it. <laughs> it's like who brought the very special Reverend Molester. Who yeah. brought marijuana into the house on a very special Seventh Heaven? Was it Jessica uh, Beale? <laughs> Probably. Did she get it from whore. Justin Timberlake? <laughs> That's the episode. I like. Uh, God, it's it's divided. Well, into the- it's hard. To, it's hard to say because it's a to be continued. We all we have another episode that connects to this. You know, that's true. But also, which is weird as a standalone episode, it fe- which is like despite the to be continued thing, it feels enough like a standalone episode. Like I don't like I didn't without feel- the promos. It's hard. To- <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Without the promos being like one of these couples has lost their virginity. Yeah, it's the least cliffhangery to be continued I've ever seen. Where it's just like oh. Yeah, the, the, the to be continually works with the promo. Yeah. Well, and the other thing about it is, uh, it's like one of these characters. This, uh, but it's like I like this episode because uh, it's like they all they all get something a little bit in their in their own way. Sure, so, you know, do it feel good. Do it feels good. Yeah, I like how sex focused this episode is, <laughs> um, which feels weird to say. But well, like, like, even if like the Jack and Joey thing has like zero chemistry, at least it's like all right, Joey, have a good time. You know why not? Here's the thing: the Jack Joey stuff isn't good but i was fascinated by it because of how weird it was or just like how weird jack was and um like the um, dawson jen stuff it's intriguing i don't care about their movie yet so all that like all that stuff it's like it's hard to care about a movie that you don't know anything about the one scene they read was just like crazy overwritten so i was just like well i'm not anxious to see that on screen i do kind of like the the reading like the cold open you know it's it's kind of fun you know make make people think oh maybe dawson and pacey are gonna lose their virginity to each other if you think of it in 1998 context yeah like i get that finally you know dawson creek talks a lot about sex and this is finally like all right everybody's getting some yeah maybe that's what i mean not not because it was sex focused but because it's it's so theoretical most of the time yeah that we're yeah, just that's why, like that's why i like it it's like i don't give a fuck about the whole like joey jack relationship but like i like seeing the ru- rubber meet the road we've been living in dawson's world now we're in chris's world yeah, yeah. like his can- <laughs> yeah like everything is filtered everything thus far is kind of filtered through dawson's perspective on sex and this is just like this is like this is the real shit and it and it doesn't and it doesn't always filter that way and like you know you were saying like you don't care about the movie and but i like that dawson was like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna go with my like dick <laughs> yeah for sure we're just like you know what i've been ignoring you for 15 years and it like works out yeah yeah other otherwise it's like a fucking that's a felony <laughs> it's like i'm glad i'm glad you're into this well you know she's been hinting yeah you wear that lingerie dress thing <laughs> yeah, sleep in it every night <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it is just lingerie. Yeah, yeah, I just wore lingerie. Uh, sure yes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to, you know, I was trying to do something. So you guys, uh, well, yeah, as uh, yeah, that's an okay. I liked it. Yeah, you, it's a, it's a good episode. Yeah, you've talked before about your preference for like 
Brian, uh, your preference for, you know, store, uh, uh, episodes that move like the plot, like relationships and plot forward. Mm-hmm. And I thought that this did a lot of that mm-hmm. relationship, like relationship wise. And I find that I enjoy that as well. It, it makes me can, it makes me connect to the series overall more. Whereas like the sort of standalone episodes, like as much as I really enjoyed the all nighter, mm-hmm. like as, as just a, an episode of a TV show, like episodes like this mm-hmm. just make me, uh, make me feel more interested and connected to the show as a whole. And does knowing the promo kind of help a little bit also of why this episode be, has to weight? To be continued? Yeah. yeah. Or just has weight because it's like, oh, they're insinuating one of these couples had sex. Right. You yeah. know, Chris, Chris, you make me feel like such a Philistine because I just like, I, I love the all-nighter and I love that standalone episodes. I just love hijinks. Right. Oh, and I do, like, don't get me wrong. I do too. But like, and I think this is, this is more of a this comes more from it being my first time watching the series like you've already had your relationship with the series as a whole whereas like i'm just doing that now and i'm still like i'm still figuring out how how i feel about the show like i'm sure john when you watched this you cared you cared about the characters development too yeah yeah because like otherwise it's like why why would you watch it 20 years later (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so (laughs) if you didn't care about the characters at some point and so now that you've had that journey it's like going back to it it's like oh these uh, the hijinks that's that's fun fun shit this is my shit yeah so in the um one of the things in the interview was uh vanderbeek talks about how he like didn't like dawson (laughs) right (laughs) because he's just like well he's like you know i like that he was like uh I like parts of him, but I just hated that he just never like acted on anything. Right. You know, yeah. Which makes sense just like as an actor where you're just like, it can't, it can't be internal all the time. So even Vanderbeek understands the uh, distaste for Dawson. Yeah, the distaste for Dawson. And like, again, I've been mostly pro Dawson second season. Listen, so I think season two Dawson has um, really redeemed himself. Absolutely. And so has Pacey. Like, I mean, Pacey and Dawson, and both of the male characters, I think, have really redeemed themselves mm-hmm. in season two. And also, like, I would say that looking, even looking at the show 20, like 20 years later, both of them just behaviorally hold up for the most part as like solid people worth rooting for. Even with their flaws, yeah, they're 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 good boys. <laughs> Even like with twenty years of perspective and you know shifting and changing uh, societal stuff, it's like so you can still kind of hang, you can still hang your hat on those two. Yeah, like the worst thing about Dawson is still not as bad as some people are. Yeah, he's a wiener. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's not the worst <laughs> crime in the world. Yeah, so that's uh, episode ten, season two, high risk behavior, Ooh. part one of a two part. Our uh, two-part storyline to be bum. continued. Don't quit on the Dawson dudes yet. Come back next week, or and find and the week after that, month. or three weeks from now, <laughs> and then you, you can <laughs> find, find out, out who got railed and who did the railing. If you have uh, any questions, long form, you could send us that to us at feedback at dawsondudes.com. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on our Instagram at Dawson Dudes and our Twitter at the Dawson Dude. Hey, guys. Is you guys at uh, EW uh, tagged us in that post. You guys didn't even say anything. Oh, shit. I, Wait, who? So, I saw it. Entertainment Weekly was like, hey, Dawson Dudes, we did a story on uh, Dawson's Creek. I saw that. Oh, shit. Went to take a poopy and then forgot to respond to it. So, Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, yeah. what's up, EW? Shout out your boy. What's up? Holler at your boys. <laughs> Holler at your dudes. Put us on. Yeah, so that's that. Join us next time. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. And I'm John. We're the Dawson Dudes. Loving you, buddy.